Blog Talk Radio. The great city playboys, they're always around to help build your hope up, then help drag you down. They'll leave you with nothing worth singing about. What's going on, man? It's your boy, Blazing Rye. Uh, it is quite a bare-bones episode of Backstage tonight as my co-host, the effervescent and cantankerous Jonathan Weeks, is uh, missing in action. But very fortunately, we have a wonderful guest co-host tonight. I'd like to welcome to the program, Nikki Frangakis. Am I pronouncing that right? I, that's not my name. I don't know what you're talking about. Wait, do you prefer Nikki or Nikahaya? I like Nikahaya, Melissa, mm-hmm. Bajit. Well, because, because, you know, when I was a kid, why is the episode starting again? Oh, shit. Okay. Uh, when I was a kid, I knew this cat. Uh, you didn't start it again. Chris. You have to say, hi, welcome again. <laughs> <laughs> well, John Weeks couldn't be here tonight, but uh, so... There's, and now I'm getting a text from somebody, uh, from some number I don't know. It's Who John Weeks. He's not welcome. He's not welcome. He ruined it's, his shot. It's, it's Adam Zion. We're, we're, the show's gone to shit already. Shit in a, it, what's the phrase, shit in a hand basket? What's the name for shit in a hand basket? Mm-hmm. New York City. Fair enough. I thought it was uh, New Jersey, but... Um, ah, ah. I had this babysitter, and her name was Nancy, and it still is Nancy, but she had this cat. I have no idea if the cat's still alive or not. I would imagine not. Uh, but the cat's, the cat went by Nikki, but the full name, I shit you not, was Nikahaya Kawasaki Puchacho Goose. <laughs> that was the real name. How could you possibly remember that that was a cat's name? Well, how could you forget? That's quite a unique name for a cat. And the cat was very demanding that he never wanted to be called uh, the full name. So we just always called him Nikki. But I think it may have been a Hershey. How old were you? I was uh, nine or ten. Okay. Okay. How did you know the cat didn't want to be called Nikolai Himalaya? (laughs) Whatever. Because she told me. She She told you. Yo, check it, fam. Right, right, quick, right now. Uh, yeah, don't call me by my government name. She thought it was very insulting. <laughs> she was like, "What? You see my passport, bitch? Don't tell anybody." Yeah, exactly. So, right, Nikki, I what is your life happens. about right now? What, what, what is my life about? I mean, I don't really want to talk about it with you and all these people listening. Um, what is my no, life about? My husband's away. Um, I don't know if you heard. I got married. Uh, Hearts yes, are breaking. <laughs> Hearts are breaking all over the, the world. Uh, but his, his, your husband. Uh, now I've never met him, but I think I believe his name is Jonathan. Jonathan. Jo- Jonathan. He's Mexican. Jonathan. Jonathan. And where is he? Yeah. He's away now. Yeah, he went back to his people. Okay. And uh, what have you no, been doing? No, no, no. He's absence? um. 
no, Jonathan's actually away with the Marines. And um, without him, what am I doing? Well, nothing good. Um, you know, walking my dogs, talking to my friends, being on a radio show. Well, it's fascinating. I need to ask your opinion on something, and uh, let me try to get through this. Watching Long Island princesses. So... There's this uh, there's this kid that I work with uh, named Ethan, and yeah. there's this other kid that I work with named Brandon, but we call him B Marsh. So yeah. uh, a couple weeks ago, uh, B Marsh slash Brandon K W A uh, Nikahaya Kawasaki, he mm-hmm. said he had this party uh, for his birthday at this rooftop at this bar uh, in Williamsburg, and Ugh. he did not invite Ethan, but he invited like. The rest of there's this group that I hang out with usually on Thursday nights. Call them the kids because they're all like 22 to 24 year olds, um, right. and they listen. They listen to you know that, that uh, robot dance music that's that the kids listen to these days. Uh, right, right. Yeah. So Ethan um, was not invited to this, but the rest of the kids were. He <laughs> the following uh, Monday. That was a Saturday. The following Monday. He found out that B. Marsh had this party, and he was quite offended. And he was not offended so much that B. Marsh didn't invite him, but he was more offended that none of us or the rest of the kids told him about the party. Now, Nikki, yeah. I don't think it's my place to invite him to somebody else's birthday party. What, what, what do you think on the matter? How many people are in this group? Um, I'd say there's about uh, four, five. There's five of us. And is there an issue between um, Ethan and and Busy Boo? I think no, but I think there's an issue between Ethan and the world, maybe. Okay, is Ethan the one that that goes to the bathroom and doesn't wash his hands? <laughs> no, no, he's not. Okay, because if so, I had a nightmare about him. But you're saying it's not, so okay, I'm moving on from that. Okay. Oh my God, we got to come back to that. Well, oh, what's your opinion oh. on this? Okay, so. My opinion is, I mean, I don't know. I feel, I, I feel a couple different specific ways about it. Um, <laughs> you know, like I, I, I Ethan, I feel you. I feel you, but I don't feel you. You know what I'm saying? First of all, for me, if I was Ethan, I would be thrilled that I didn't have to go to a rooftop in Williamsburg because that sounds like the biggest hell in the entire universe. But maybe Ethan didn't know that people didn't like him, and he's feeling like you're all dogs, and he's a cat, and all these people are like, no cats, no cats, and I'm, all, I'm allergic. You know what I mean? <laughs> if Ethan was a cat, what would his name be? I mean, it would obviously be Melissa. Well, obviously. So here's the other point that he made when he was upset about it on the, the following Monday, was that uh, I invited... Uh, my friend Julian. Now, BMARS doesn't know Julian, so I invited I Julian, Julian and Julian came. Um, yeah. You know Julian. But the thing is, like, Ethan was like, so you invited Julian. You don't see a problem here? And then I thought about it. I was like, that's a fair point. But BMARS could intentionally not invite Ethan, where he could not intentionally not invite someone he didn't know. You see what I'm right. saying? I know exactly what you're saying. Okay. But what do you think about that? I mean, I don't really think anything about it. (laughs) 
I mean, I don't really know what the problem is. Again, it's a rooftop in Williamsburg. No, I mean, like, you probably should have said to Ethan, like, just just FYI, like, BMAC's having this birthday party, but it's at the wackest place that's ever been alive, so lucky you, you don't have to go. He probably forgot to invite you, but just don't say anything, because that way, you you know, you have an easy out. You could say you never told me about it. You know, that would have been the nice thing to do, but you would have had to be, like, you know, as amazing as I am to be able to word it in such a way that he thinks he's the winner and not the loser, but, what is your problem with rooftops in Williamsburg? I mean, it's it's like a, a bad dichotomy. It's like rooftops, like, you know, like people looking sexy and like drinking champagne. But then it's like you go to Williamsburg, so everybody's wearing like women's jeans and like, you know, like weird rimless sunglasses or real glasses that don't have lenses in them because they're not actually blind. And you know everyone has facial yeah. hair. Like the girls have facial hair. You know it's like it's like a, a growing trend. It's not for me. It's not for me. <laughs> Do you think that the girls with facial hair are are on their way to becoming Shamali? I mean, I tried to be Shamali once, and it didn't happen for me. So no. <laughs> All right. So what we're gonna do, Nikki, is we're gonna try to uh, bring Ethan in on this conversation. So to see what his take. He was very upset that I talked about this ad nauseum on the last episode, and he was like, well, you could have told me. I could, you could have chimed in, or as he would say, chirping like you bird. Um, but we're right. going to try bringing him in, into this so he can have his rebuttal. So let's, we're going to dial out now. This is exciting. Oh. <laughs> Wait, he's on the phone. He's on the phone? This is why Matt yeah, didn't invite him. Unresponsive. Hello. Hello. Uh, Ethan, Ethan, how are you? How's it going? Hi, hi everybody. Hi. So you're on uh, the phone with uh, my guest co-host Nikki and me tonight. Now, uh, we, we just discussed the whole situation. Uh, Nikki, tell Ethan how you felt about it, and then Ethan can get you can get the rebuttal in. Okay. I mean, more or more or less, this is my feeling, okay? Like, you should be so grateful that he wouldn't invite you to this horrid event where you would have to not only go to Williamsburg but then go all the way up a rooftop and they don't even they don't even believe in elevators from what I know so you probably would have had to climb like 20 flights of stairs in really tight jeans and he saved you he <laughs> likes you the most he was punishing everybody else if i were you i would have been thrilled inclusion is great though everyone wants to be included you know it, it sucks when when everybody you know you go out with you know, for, for multiple times a week, you spend all your time with, you see all the time, you hang out with every day for hours at end, just talking and doing absolutely jack Loving, shit. Loving, hugging, know, talking about your mom. I know, I get it. Yeah, right. Like, you know, it, it, those things. Like, you know, and then and then when they go, all go out, they go out on the weekend. The one day you're not there, the one day they're there, no one even thinks about you. Doesn't, no, one even, no one even hesitates to, to give you a call. Ethan, I'm sensing that you're really upset, and I am pretty much a psychotherapist, so I feel like we can really talk through this. So, like, where do you live? Like, do you live in Westchester? Maybe he felt like he was imposing upon you to ask you to come? I think that's a good point. I, I, live, I, live, I live in the great state of New Jersey. Ugh. Ugh. Oh, so, uh. What part? What's, what's wrong with Jersey? Because what she's saying is, like, maybe he wouldn't cross your mind for a Saturday activity because you're in this other state. But even so, even so, it, it should be the thought that counts, you know? It, it, it should be the... And, and not even him, but everybody. 
Everybody was involved in this. I know what you're saying. I mean, listen, I know what you're saying. You know saying. what I mean? Like, I know how you feel. But at the same time, I mean, do you have beef with B-Mac? I, I do not. I mean, B-Mars. Sounds like a good hamburger, though. Is there is there a difference? It's a fake name. No, not really. No. Mm. Okay, so there's no one, beef one, there. One, we'll probably find more at, like, a Chinese restaurant. Right, right, right. <laughs> oh, my right. God. Um, <laughs> So, so who, okay, so you think that with? you go ahead, Nick. With, you think that BMAC Chicken Nugget is your friend? Yes, I, I would like to consider him a friend, or uh-huh. even better, a coworker. Okay, he's a coworker. Okay, and <laughs> Ryan, you think that BMAC is your friend or your coworker? You're I his think babysitter. He's my friend, you have the cat. You're Nikolai you're Himalaya. You have the cat. He's a babysitter. He knows the name. He saw the cat. It's Nikahaya Kawasaki Puchacho Goose, but I think B-Marsh is my friend, but more importantly, my coworker. Okay, more importantly, your coworker. All right, I mean, listen, um, what's your, Ethan. Listen, Ethan, I, what if that was just like a therapy and I, like, forgot your name? I'm going to be a therapist. I'm going to be a therapist. I'm amazing. Listen, It'd be Ethan. like my everyday life. What? People forget about me. People just forget about me. Like they just they just don't mm-hmm. they don't know I'm married. People oh people forget about you. Is this a yeah. is this a more like is this a deep rooted issue? Like do you feel like you were excluded from things in your childhood or were you not good at sports or you wanted to be a cheerleader but your mom wouldn't let you be a cheerleader? Like I feel like there's something <laughs> I feel like we need to pinpoint the specific area in your life where this where this started. Well, I'm glad you brought that up. There was one time when I try to think of a good story here. There, there was one time when when everyone went out and they didn't invite me, and I felt very left out. In high school, or now? Yes, this in thing? high school, or okay. both, or multiple times, or yeah. Because I was gonna say like that just happened. That's what we've been talking about. <laughs> um, well, it's okay, very so fresh, I... very fresh wound. It's still an open wound. I'm still very hurt by all this. Did you say it's a very French, this? a French wound, or a French, French word, or a fresh wound? A fresh wound. Okay, it could have been French. many things. <laughs> All well, right. What about the um the fried chicken incident from the other night? Oh, that. The Kentucky well, the fried, fried chicken. Wasn't there? An, wasn't there an incident? Oh, that was ridiculous. <laughs> Tell Nikki about oh, that. Oh, uh, that 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 is that is not a. So I, I, I was hungry. This is we, we went out to a bar together, all of us, all of us together. We went out to a I bar. I wasn't invited. All the kids. Just want to say that. <laughs> didn't miss much. Really what? didn't. But anyway, so you we're at this bar. You Williamsburg, but continue. Yeah. But then, then you know what? It's not even that, though. It's that they come back on Monday morning, and all I'm hearing about is everyone hanging out at Williamsburg. Right. Everyone hanging out. People hanging out with, you know, old coworkers, and people are meeting these people, and, you know, it's just, like, oh, hey, guys, where'd you guys go that I didn't get an invite to? Hey, that's I, all right. But anyway. I'm here to listen. So tell me about the Kentucky Fried Chicken Boston Market debacle. So the KFC, KFC, they they get you. Uh, we're at this bar, and they don't serve food at this bar. I'm I'm starving. I'm, I'm famished. I haven't eaten in, like, two hours, and it's, it's getting bad. And uh, I go, and I, I turn, and I'm like, hey, guys, does anyone want to go get food? And they like, no one. Come on, guys, like, let's. Someone, please just walk with me to get food. I understand no one wants these things, but you don't have to even walk by myself. It, that'd just be awful. But no, no one wants to go. All right, fine, whatever. I'm a big boy. I can handle this. I went out and found a KFC. It was like a door away. So I went and got my fried chicken. 
was all excited. I was ready. I came back, and I sat down, and then everybody left. While you were eating the, the alleged chicken. Yes, while uh. I was eating <laughs> And why did everyone leave? Like Ryan, this is you're included in this. Everyone, I think. Like what? What time of the day was it that you had to? Where were you going? What was so pressing that you had to leave the chicken on the table? Me? I don't know. I don't remember doing this. Mhm. 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 I remember stay. I remember when he got back. I said that I would I see. With they him. don't remember. They don't remember. They don't remember. And that that's what hurts so much. No one remembers. How no one have ever remember. everyone drinking? Ethan, I remember. I remember you. I know you. I've, I'm here for you. Okay. I appreciate that. Yeah, okay. Everyone so, drank well, like, a lot. Okay, okay. I, I, I just want to say, okay, there are times when I drink a lot and I forget that my husband is with me and I wander off into the night and then come back the next day and I'm like, I have a husband. Like, it happens, you know? Like, I don't think you can... It's true. I don't think that you can, like, totally, like, base it on that if everyone was wasted. I mean, if they were just like, oh, I'm tired, man, I got to go. And, like, overall, Ethan, like, I feel you, boo. I feel you. Okay? This is, like, a reoccurring event. But, like, I don't think that instance specifically, um, you know, was meant to be hurtful or exclusionary. Are we talking about the fried chicken instance? Are we talking about we're, the uh, Yeah, we're exclusively talking about fried chicken mashed potatoes. Did you get mashed potatoes? Do they serve those there? I did. I got mashed potatoes and macaroni and cheese. KFC oh, my God. Oh, um, I've never been to KFC. I love mac and oh, cheese. Oh, KFC is great. Is it more like a craft and craft macaroni and cheese kind of feel, or is, or is it more like a homemade feel? It's more of a fast food macaroni and cheese, like a Boston Market type of macaroni and cheese. I've never had that. Um, <laughs> what, what have you, not, not a fast food friend? Uh, I, I keep going. Not really craft. It's not as, as you know, watery as the craft macaroni and cheese. Okay, I feel you. I love like craft frozen. macaroni and cheese, yeah. <laughs> Okay, yeah. I never had frozen macaroni and cheese either. But okay, you know what? That's fine. Next time I see you, we'll go to KFC. I'll get the macaroni and cheese. We'll review it on air. That will be a different day. Uh, and yeah, I think that we've solved the issue. I think it's solved. I I think so too. It, it seems that way. Yeah, it seems that way. <laughs> All right. So what issue are we talking uh, well, about? We, you, you, we solved Whether the, the issue macaroni of your, and cheese your, is runny the, or not. The ex- your exclusion issue. It's solved. It's done. Oh, that was, yeah. Big, big issue. Yeah, I just... Ethan, where in New Jersey do you live? Uh, Hoboken. Hoboken. That's good. That's nice. Okay. I like it. All right. See, like we like Ethan, before we go... I do. Here we go. Yeah. I'd just like to say this. I, I, Thank I, you for wait, wait, hold, hold, hold. Okay. All right. So, uh... Thank you for uh, for indulging us and for your rebuttal. Uh, and were you saying something there when I was trying to play a lovely, sentimental Golden Girls for you? I was, but don't worry. There's another issue, whole other thing. Uh, never mind. Wait, what's the other issue? I'm on the train today, right? Coming home? More issues. Yeah. I'm on the train today. This is, this is good. This is, I think this is a very relevant topic. I'm on the train today, coming home. Crowded train during rush hour and everything. And... Uh, I'm standing in my spot, and I moved to let someone go. And someone else came on the train, and they took my spot. Yeah. Who does that? Everybody. Like, I had a nice spot, like, against the, the doors there, you know? I can lean back. I can hang out, like, you know? So did you get I, back I, you know, on the train? Hey. Were you able to get back on the train? I was able to get back on the train, but I, I had to, like, really shove my way through. And, like, I, I clearly had this spot. Like, this guy knew. You know, and it wasn't that. Like, it wasn't like I had to get off the train to turn my body. So I was, you know... 
have my back against the doors, you know, now I have my shoulder against the doors. Uh, and this guy stands right next to me, so I can't turn my back. Uh, it was it was incredible. I was so angry. No, it's 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 courtesy. It's common courtesy. You don't see someone spot in the train. No, I, no, it's just it's that one's not as impressive to me. <laughs> really, I, I think that's the worst. I think I think it's just so unmannerly. Yeah, it's like, but it's a it's a seventy five dollar cent ride or or seventy five dollar. It's like a two seventy five ride. Like eh, manners, you don't have to have manners to get on. You two dollars. You have any manners? These are over there with I, that's what separates us from animals. What? Uh huh. All right. Well. <laughs> All right. You know, you're like a walking Larry David. Up yeah. High, high wall. <laughs> That's it. Anyway, I do what I can. I mean, you got a whole show, right? Yeah. So this is the start of my celebrity yeah. career. All right. Anyway. Well, uh, and and it's fun. The end. I, I will have a, so I tell you. I hope I hope Weeks is listening to this. I, I hope to talk to Weeks sometime. Who's oh, Weeks? Yeah. Is that bastard. that Burger King Mac? <laughs> no, Weeks. Weeks is the one who. Uh, Scheduled this episode. We scheduled this episode during a travel day of his. His flight got canceled, and then he was going to get on this other flight, but then some guy kicked him out or something and couldn't get on yeah. the plane, which is odd because he works for Homeland Security. But uh, yeah, we shall uh, overcome. Uh, Ethan, have a good night. Yeah, yeah I'll see you later, man. Peace. Bye, Nikki. Good night. Good night. Right. Good night. Um, wouldn't it have been really dick if I just was like, I don't feel like including you in the conversation anymore and just hung up on him. I mean, I don't know him at all. I want to say that Weeks has a worse off if somebody shoved him off the airplane to take his seat across the country than, like, him not being able to lean his back against the path train. But, you know what I mean? Like, different strokes uh, for different folks or whatever. I, I, I don't know. But wait, so remember how you said a couple minutes ago that you had – the nightmare about my coworker. I'm vaguely remembering you telling me about this. Oh my what? god, no! What oh my that? god, oh the worst, oh the worst, oh my god, okay, oh the worst, oh the worst, oh my god. <laughs> Remember you were telling me about this, and we were walking up Eighth Avenue to go to the Counting Crows concert, and you told me about one of your coworkers, and I started shaking and throwing up, and there were like these two women on the yeah. street, possibly lesbians, possibly not ethnic ethnically ambiguous and they stopped and they laughed at me and they're like oh girl and i couldn't <laughs> stop squealing and then we went to the counting crows and i was having like sense memories of that moment of hearing it and you know and i kept thinking about it for days and then i i emailed you or i text messaged you or i you know telepathed you and i was like my brain will never be the same and it was like the worst and then and then like two months later i was in bloomingdale's for work i was giving a seminar and we were in the bathroom and i came out of the bathroom stall and i said to my coworker, i just want to let you know i'm not not washing my hands i washed my hands in the stall because it was a handicapped stall and she said i didn't think you didn't wash your hands and i was like but there are people that don't wash their hands and then i started dry heaving <laughs> and and then like three people who worked at bloomingdale's that i was about to give the seminar to were like we're like, oh, it's going to be okay. It's really gross when people don't wash their hands. And then I had to give the seminar, and I was like, all these people know that I literally need to be medicated for my fear of dirty hands. <laughs> and it's all your I've fault. I've never known you to be such a germaphobe until this story. Ooh, ooh. Oh, boy, that's gross. 
I mean, you know what? You would not last like a day in our office because, uh, I mean, well, with guys, there's just it's just grotesque the amount of men who will they'll pee and they don't wash their hands, and then some of them they'll shit and then they'll go up and you like rinse their hands for a split second on under the thing, but not use soap or anything. Unacceptable! Unacceptable! Absolutely, it is offensive. So always when I leave the bathroom, I always take a, a paper towel to uh, hold the handle with. Do you do that? Yeah, you got to do that. You got to do it. Yeah, Absolutely. because otherwise you're touching former female fecal finger stuff, you know? Yeah, female finger. <laughs> I just want to say a couple of things. First of all, I have yeah. gone as far as to knock on the inner door when I'm at work so that somebody thinks I'm stuck and has to open the door with their hands so that I don't have to touch anything. Uh, That's one. And two is I really hope that Ethan washes his hand because he was just criticizing people's manners. And if he's a shitter and a washer, okay, then he should let everyone take his spot on the train. (laughs) Ethan does wash his hands. I will give him that. All right. Good for Ethan. Yeah. And it's weird, though, some of the people that that you would – that you would not expect to not wash their hands. Don't wash their hands. It's, I know. It's I very know. Troubling. It's yeah. very troubling. I mean, I don't know about that. Have you um? See, I want to talk about this. Uh, this. Did you hear about this governor? The governor of Maine and the comments that he made about what the comments did he make? That he said this. This is Governor Paul LePage, uh, Republican governor of Maine. Um, made the remark about Democrat Senator Troy Jackson uh, to yeah. two television reporters on Thursday. Uh, one of the reporters uh, said people were bound to find this remark offensive. Um, so the governor then repeated a variation of it. So I guess he had already said something like it. So then Governor LePage says, Senator Jackson claims to be for the people, but he's the first one to give it to the people without providing Vaseline, LePage said. Uh he is bad, he has no brains, and he has a black heart. Do, what do you think about that comment? He's the first guy to give it to the people without providing Vaseline. I mean, hold on. So did what what was okay, I'll get back to that rebuttal in a moment, but what was the what was the original comment about the Vaseline? Not being okay with the Vaseline. I don't know. It, well all I know is this with this repeated variation of it where he says Senator Jackson claims to be for the people, but he's the first one to give it to the people without providing Vaseline. Oh, okay. So, so Senator whatever didn't say anything like, I don't want Vaseline on the shelves of our drugstores because I don't believe in homosexual activity. No, like no, nothing like that. No. Oh, so I thought that's what it was like. Oh, well, I mean, first of all, this guy who's saying, like, give it to the people, not use Vaseline, like, okay, what year were you gay in that there was no lube? <laughs> Well, he's alleging that you're the first one to, you know, he, he he's not the first person to not provide Vaseline. I'm sure the first two gay guys didn't have Vaseline as evidenced on the Norm MacDonald album where he and Will Ferrell have the first gay sex and it's basically Will Ferrell writhing in pain. Really? It's one of the funniest sketches ever. Um, or skits. I'm not sure what the terminology there would be. I guess it's on the, uh, it's audio, so it's a skit, not a sketch, huh? Um, yeah, sketchy, scooter, scooter butt, scooter face. So then after that, 
LePage, the governor, also acknowledged to the television crew that the comments could be offensive to some because they were like, some people are going to find that offensive. And this is his response to that. Good, it ought to offend because I've been taking it for two years. Oh, my God. Okay. Like, this is just, like, where my mind is going because I'm not into politics, but I'm really into homosexuality. So immediately what I think is that they used to have a gay love affair. And the one who's making the accusations about no Vaseline was the bottom. And the other guy was the top. And he didn't like lube because he said it didn't feel as good for him. So the other guy who's saying no Vaseline, he had a, a lot of, you know, anal problems. And so now he's trying to expose <laughs> the situation at full, at large, while keeping it kind of like underground. But he's basically saying, like, I was the prison bitch. I turned for this guy. We reformed our lives. We're politicians. Like, you know, he doesn't want to be seen buying Vaseline. Like that. Something like that. Something to that effect. Do you think it's appropriate for him as as a prominent political figure to be making comments like this? To be gay? Um, no, I don't ah. think he's gay. I think he's he's, but he is joking and using these references. But I don't think he's gay. Oh, I mean, no, I don't think it's funny. I mean, that you know, honestly, like that's what is this like nineteen like sixty two where we tell people like they're gay and that's like the meanest thing that anyone's ever heard. Like, you're an idiot. And what about the uh, the other thing, the uh, the anal problems? What you just mentioned, he had a lot of anal problems. What, what do you think they were? Specifically. Can I go? Can I go into graphic detail? I I would love you to, and then we'll we'll uh, pick up on Sean for the joke off. But yeah, I, we need some anal detail. I mean, rippage, blockage, bleeding, pain, pain while sitting, hemorrhoids, hemorrhoid removal. Um, you know. <laughs> well, you know, on that skit with Norm Macdonald and Will Ferrell. Norm's banging Will Ferrell in the ass, and it's the first two gay guys ever that's the sketch. And Will Ferrell, Norm McDonald's like, ah, what's that sound? And Will Ferrell's like, I think it's anal tearing. <laughs> it's <laughs> so funny. It's yeah. so funny. Yeah. yeah. All right. I mean, so, yeah, it is time for the backstage jerk off. Is it jerk off, or what did we decide to call it? Me? Yeah, what did we decide to call it? Jerk off? Jerk or, circle. What is it? Jerk, jerk. the backstage circle jerk with uh, tonight with Nikki Katuferis, Frungakis, Ramon, and Sean Broyle. Sean, how are you, buddy? Hey, what what kind of conversation did I stumble into? Okay. <laughs> okay, buddy, calm what, down. What, what, no, I, I, I didn't say I was upset. I just, you know, I... I Wanted to know whether I should keep my pants on or not. <laughs> uh, well, if you have Norm Norm McDonald behind you, then then just leave him on. Okay, yeah. all right. Uh, so we're gonna do the the joke off tonight, uh, and uh, basically it's just a series of of just just shit, just terrible jokes. So here we go. <laughs> Let's start. Um, uh, Nikki, I'll do the first. Sean does the second. You do the third. Are you okay with that order? Uh, when do I? What do I do? I'll start it. Let, let's just. We'll just start it. So uh, the the FBI didn't find Jimmy Hoffa's body, but they did find Joe Theismann's leg. Ouch. That's bad. You, you know what's really bad is that my wife is a lot like uh, Pandora. You know Pandora. 
she uh, uh-huh. she's always asking. Yeah, she's always asking me if I'm still listening. <laughs> you know what? That was like that was like. You ever watch uh, Comics Unleashed with Byron Allen? No. <laughs> oh, I've I've been to the Byron Allen show. Yes, yes. Uh, well, he has like his segues don't make any sense. You know, it's like. Uh, Oh, Robert Schimmel, I understand you have cancer. Uh, John Lovitz, uh, I hear you open the comedy club, you know. So I have lesbian oh. neighbors. And, um, uh-huh. okay, and, like, one's really dykey and one's, like, a lipstick. But anyway, um, so they asked me oh. what I wanted for Christmas. And um, they loved me so much they gave me a watch. And um, I think they misunderstood me. Oh. <laughs> well, speaking of lesbian neighbors, Sean, why don't, Blind people skydive. Ah, uh, I don't know, man. Why? It's because it scares the shit out of their dogs. <laughs> I like that. That was actually one of my favorite ones. That's funny. Um, well, 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 here's here's an old one. This is one like you could tell at like a third grade reunion. Uh, what do you call a man with no arms or legs at your doorstep? What's that? M- Matt. See, because he's. <laughs> At the doorstep. I was going to say Blake, but that's not, I guess that wasn't the answer. Blake? Um, yeah. Okay. All you need. Um, uh, what, what do you call a man with no arms or legs floating in the ocean? What's that? What? <laughs> what is it? What? Oh, Bob. Because <laughs> he's, bo- he's Bobby. Like, like Bowie. That's what it is. That's the joke. That's funny. <laughs> a cow, a chicken, and a pig walk into a barbecue. Uh, the end. Bravo. <laughs> that's, that's, that's a go. See, that was my number one because I like to eat uh, meat. All right. Um, here, did you did you hear about the did, did you hear about the half man, half horse? And he was uh, he was downtown last night. He's causing like a ruckus. Did you hear about that? No, yeah. what happened? <laughs> uh, it was crazy. It was crazy because he was like kicking over trash cans. He's yelling at people. He's just going nuts. And and the cops show up and they they calm this half man half horse down and they ask why are you doing this? And apparently he wanted to be the centaur of attention. Centaur, because uh, uh, the half man because the joke would be center of attention, but centaur is half man. So you 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 had something, Nikki? Um, you know what? I still don't, that reminds me of Nikki. Uh, that reminds <laughs> me of uh, Jay Leno, where where you tell a joke and then you explain it for the next two minutes. Well, yeah, I, <laughs> I'm glad we're covering you all that the late night shows tonight. Uh, I had yeah. a typo. I would have said uh, the center of attention, which doesn't make any sense. But anyway. right. Um, uh, okay, yeah. A woman who started a petition to add a blocked button on LinkedIn says that her sexual hara- her sexually harassing former boss was using LinkedIn to keep tabs on her. Do you think this is Ethan? Um, this would become an issue if anybody actually believed a person was using LinkedIn. Oh. You could actually tell that Ethan was a creep from, just from that conversation before? I didn't, I, I didn't say that. <laughs> All right. Ethan would um, be mad if your boss was sexually harassing everyone else, but not sexually mm-hmm. harassing him. Oh, he's a girl, and oh yeah, you're right. You're right about that. Um, right. Who's next? Is it me or you, Sean? It's it's you. In a recent uh, Rolling Stone interview, Serena Williams seemingly blamed the 16-year-old girl's rape on the girl's drunkenness. Serena said the victim shouldn't have put herself in that position. 
In response, the 16-year-old girl told Serena, don't say to a lineswoman, I'm going to shove this fucking ball down your throat. <laughs> oh, not only does that make Serena Williams out to be a man, but it makes her out to be a man with one ball. <laughs> that's what's a That's what's lovely. Yeah, that's what's lovely about that. Hey, hey, you heard the news about uh, about the men's warehouse spokesman George Zimmer. You know, the guy who used to say, you know, uh, you're going to like the way you look. I guarantee it. You heard the news about that, right? Yeah, what happened there? Yeah, he got he got fired yesterday. Apparently, apparently, men's warehouse fired him because he was guaranteeing people would look good dressed in outfits from men's warehouse. <laughs> Um, yeah, he was also he was also <clears throat> a big advocate for the legalization of marijuana. Um, he explained today that the reason he guaranteed you're going to like the way you looked was because he was baked out of his mind. <laughs> <laughs> um, now, now, guys, I'm I'm not. You're going to think I'm making this up, but I'm not making this up. Uh, Joe Torrey's daughter, uh, Christina. She caught a baby that fell out of a window. Uh, it's kind of a crazy right place at the right time sort of thing. And in a following interview, however, Christina Torrey said she expressed regret about her actions when she later found out that the baby belonged to Kanye West and Kim Kardashian. Oh! Who's Joe Torrey? We're killing babies now! Well, who's Joe Torrey? We're celebrating the death of babies. This is... We've made a turn here, gentlemen and gentlewoman. <laughs> no, gentlemen, it's fine. Who's Joe Torre? I just, Joe, yeah, I really he's, he's the coach of the Yankees. Remember the coach of the Yankees? Oh. And now the, yeah. the Dodgers, no? No, no, no. He no, won't. Well, I'm the coach of the Dodgers. <laughs> Nicky's the coach. Well, oh, that's right. By the way, did you, Sean, did you ever pick Nicky up at Dodger Stadium that one time? Oh, my ne- God, that was you. I, I was never did, and I just right realized that you're the one who made my night. Wow. <laughs> thank, <laughs> thank the good Lord that there was a beautiful man with an extra uh, grocery cart that let me sleep in it that night because I would have died. I feel terrible. When you terrible. said it was an extra, I got really, really nervous. Oh, my goodness. All right, well. Here's here's one that's uh, that that I I found interesting. Do you know why we call mouse pads mouse pads? I don't because know. I I have no idea because I've only been in one office with mice and they preferred to piss and shit on the floor. Mm-hmm. See, they completely they completely ignored the pads. One <laughs> would put down for pet for pet mice. <laughs> Nikki. Oh, I don't want to. So is it? <laughs> You don't want to? Are you, are you excited to see the film Four mid, Fat Middle-Aged Men Make Poop Jokes? Yeah, I didn't know they renamed Grown Ups 2 either. Oh! I don't get that's it. A, that's a dig at Kevin James and Adam Sandler and the rest of the old fat guys. I mean, that joke doesn't even make sense because a couple of them, you know, Chris Rock and David Spade, aren't fat at all. Yeah, that's true, but they're old. <laughs> That's true. All right, who's next? Okay. Kim Kardashian named her baby Kandatse with K. I'm like, learn to I spell think you a, illiterate it's, bitch. It's not Kandatse. It's Kandatse. What is it? What is Candace. it? Uh, Candace. That's not how you spell Candace. <laughs> It's, it's apparently the Kenyan name, the Kenyan oh, spelling. Just yeah. like mine. 
Hold on. Yeah. Hold, hold, hold up for a second here. Wait, is that really its name? <laughs> yes, that's its name. Uh. Kandase Kardashian. It's Kandase. <laughs> so you're saying, uh, so you're saying I'm illiterate, and that's fucked up. <laughs> Speaking of illiterate, I got a Snooky joke. Okay. Uh, yeah, Snooky said she's. That was a fine uh, segue, by the way, Brian. Um, Very nice. Snooky, Snooky no Byron Allen anymore. That's right. No more Byron Allen than this bitch. All right, Snooky said uh, she's praying she has a little gay baby. That's what she said. She wants a a little gay baby. Now, Michelle Bachman, on the other hand, responded by saying she's praying she has a straight husband. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. I mean, yeah. who so, isn't, though? <laughs> Brecken Meyer uh, told Chelsea Handler his Franklin and Bash co-star Mark Paul Gosler was grumpy and rude on the Saved by the Bell set when they were teens. Mark Paul responded by stopping time, turning to the audience, and explaining he still isn't quite sure who Brecken Meyer is. So, Neither am I. I have a couple Ma- things to say about a couple of things. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, hold on a second. So Kim Kardashian had a baby? Yeah, Kandase. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, really, she had a baby? <laughs> yeah. It's, did you have another thing to say, or was that it? <laughs> <laughs> no, I did. I did. Um, I love Saved by the Bell, and like I'm obsessed with Saved by the Bell. And Kelly Kapowski lives in my building. Mm, she does. Yeah. Yeah. No, really. And is that Tiffany Amber Thiessen? Kelly Kapowski. Yeah. I maybe yeah. changed her mailbox to say Kelly Kapowski once. <laughs> when I was You're a really bad her? one. Yeah, our building's really small, and she's so nice. Well, that's good. Well, that's a that's a great story. I'm, I'm boy, that made my day. Yeah, I know. I've always wondered. I've always wondered if she was really nice and real person. Yeah, real life I know. I know. And on the other hand, Lark Voorhees' face looks like a uh, catcher's mitt now. <laughs> oh, we're still going with this. This is still yeah. happening. <laughs> no, I, no, that was just that, that. That's the type of off the cuff humor you get from Sean Broyles. That's that's pretty much it. I don't know Sean Broyles. That's why I sell out shows all across schools across America. Oh my god! <laughs> what what schools are you going into? Oh, kindergartners. <laughs> Man, my dog uh, thinks I'm hilarious. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, I think Nikki's taking a little too much. Percocet tonight. Did you just take like a bottle of it tonight? Uh, no. Remember that time I had like ten Advil PM and you were like, yeah. it was over. It was Tylenol <laughs> PM. Yeah, but that wasn't today. No, that wasn't today. But the rest is true. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, um, Sean Broyles, thank you so much for pinch hitting tonight for the uh, backstage jerk off. You uh, are very welcome. Very much sir. appreciate it. Uh, anything you want to you want to tell the um, millions of people listening about? Yourself before we go. Well, you can you can check me out on Twitter at Sean Broyles, and uh, I'll just continue bringing the funny. All Thanks right. For your time. All right. Thanks, Thanks guys. Have a good All right. Bye bye. 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 Right, so Sean Broyles, check him out on the <clears throat> Black Dude White Chick podcast as well. Very good podcast he does with his wife Kim Broyles. Uh, um, Nikki. Uh, now when you got married, did. Did the men did did they use the uh, men's warehouse? Oh no, no, absolutely not. 
No, because you were they were in um, uh, Marine uniforms, right? Oh, I don't know. What did they wear? I'm not sure. I can't be sure. I mean, because they didn't wear the Marine uniforms the entire time. They changed into tuxes at some point. Wait, yeah, I have actually no idea what they were wearing. They were gray. Okay. Why, so why, why you, do you ask? Let me tell you what happened today. Um, and this is, I've had, you know, I'm a groomsman like every other weekend, and I've had a you're lot of You're having a really, yeah, you're having a serious wedding season problem. Well, it's lasted like four years at this point. But the, I mean, the, the worst was 2012. Everyone was getting married in 2012. Um so the did you you got married in 2012, right? Yeah, I, I allegedly I did. <laughs> Not when you get a little drunk and wind up coming in the next morning after uh, being out on a night in a town with Ethan. Oh my God, I have to tell you something, but I'll tell you after this. But it's about stuff. Okay, okay. Mm-hmm. So uh, t- today uh, I go to men's warehouse and I just knew something was going to go wrong. So I got the. Um, email to go and, and pick up the tux. It was like, congratulations, your tux is ready for pickup. Uh, come in as soon as possible. Make sure you have enough time, adequate time to, to you know, get your fitting, your final fitting. Your, so they're saying your final fitting, come in as soon as possible, blah, 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 even though the wedding isn't until uh, next Saturday. So I, this is for Zach Messner and Jenny Jordan's wedding, by the way. They're getting so, married next week? They are getting married next week. Oh, my God, very are, exciting. Twenty groomsmen. No, there 20. aren't. No, there aren't. There are. There's somewhere between eighteen and twenty. I have lost count, but yes, there are. Oh, okay. You're lying, but continue. I'm not. So uh, <laughs> we. Uh, I go into the men's warehouse. Wait, is and... he a groomsman? No, he's not. He's probably. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> go into the men's so warehouse. Mad. And they were like, uh, they were like, yeah, here's your tux. And so they give me the big bag of tucks, and I take the bag of tucks into the dressing room, and I open it up, and I'm, I put on a shirt, put on a jacket, and I'm looking around for the pants. And there's no pants in there. And so mm-hmm. I walk out of the dressing room, and I just, like, yell out and so everyone could hear, ain't no pants in there. And uh, <laughs> they, they come they come over, yes. and they're like, oh, yeah, so the pants are probably in the back. And I just knew they weren't. And then this girl was like, oh, no, you know what? The pants wouldn't be here because... We actually had to lend them out to a kid for his prom because the, your wedding wasn't until next week. And I was like, so why did I get this email thing to come in for a fitting? And they were right. like, well, you came in early and, you know, it's just that once we scan these uh, tuxes, then the emails automatically go out. And I was like, well, you see the, how the system's flawed there? And they were like, yeah, and they acknowledged that it was flawed. And so I start, like, arguing. I was like, all right, so I don't want to pay for this. And uh, she was like, oh, you don't have to pay today. And I was like, no, 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 I don't want to pay at all. And um, then she was like, uh, uh, I don't think that's going to happen. And I was like, this is absurd. You know, you're now, rather than coming here two times uh, to get fitted and then pick up the tux, now i got to come here three times because there's no pants. And uh, then she turned to this guy who I think was a manager. Anyway, he was a fucking prick. And uh, he was like, all that email is, sir, is it gives you an opportunity to come in and try it on. And I said, well, I, it's not an opportunity to try it on because I don't have the pants. Yeah, and then the guy goes, <laughs> and the guy goes, are you trying on the jacket right now? And I said, yeah, the jacket. And he goes, there you go, turns, scoffs, walks away. And then 
the girl like brings me some other shoes or something, and she's like, uh, "Do you need anything else?" And I said, "Yeah, I need the customer service number to just for the you know men's warehouse." And they never provided that. She did get this other woman though to come in and just stare me down, like she did. Uh-huh. Like this other employee there didn't say anything. She just came and just stared at me. So I guess I figure I have to explain why I'm upset. So then I explained to her why I was upset. <laughs> And she was like, I'm telling you, it's just it's the prom season, and that's why this stuff happens now. Um, and I uh, was like, okay, well, that's ridiculous. And then I asked her to, to get me other shoes because the shoes weren't fitting right. And uh, each time I asked her to, to do something, she got, like, more of an attitude and was just completely unhappy to help because I was being a difficult customer, apparently. But the thing is, I mean, I – I was the one who was being, you know, jerked around town. So, uh, and then I said, like, thank you to them, to the ladies, and not, not even a you're welcome or no problem or anything. So then I go back to work, um, and bear in mind, I couldn't pick up the tux because it was pantsless. So I go back right. to work, and I call Men's Warehouse pretty immediately, and uh, I, <laughs> the guy was like, how can I help you? And I said, so and and I have had luck with their customer service on the phone before, so I knew that I could do something about this. So I talked to the guy, and I said I just had a really bad experience at one of your stores, and I'd like to go over that. And so he he said he apologized for the inconvenience, and we went over what happened. And he uh, said like you know that treatment was unacceptable. So and I mean unfortunately what happened with those scans, the emails automatically go out. And I pointed out to him that that's a flawed system because there was no follow-up email that, you know, now it's not ready. There should be right. some sort of thing. Like if, if an item leaves, then they should scan something else, and then you get another email or they call you, at least have the decency that, you know, a human can pick up the phone and call you and tell you not to come in. So, you know, and you have it in writing in front of you to come in, and there's all these pressing words like final and, uh, <laughs> like, as soon as possible. So You're going to die. Guy, yeah. Yeah, you're you're going to die if you don't come in today. So then the right, guy yeah, yeah. goes on the phone. He was like, all right, let me talk to my supervisor, and I'll come back. I explained to him everything that I just explained to you. He came back on the phone, and he was like, uh, okay, sir, so what I can do is I – well, first he says, well, I wish you were a rewards member because then we would give you rewards on your card or something. And I'm like, yeah, like that. I really want to buy shit from Men's Warehouse. So uh, the guy was like – so what we can do is we can either do the rewards thing and set you up with a card now. And I was like, nope. And he said, or we can uh, try to, uh, you know, compensate you in some way. I was like, yeah, let's try that. And so then he got off the horn. He got back on after a couple minutes, and he was like, thank you for your patience. So I talked to my supervisor, and we can um, uh, cut the price by 25%. And I said, that's kind of low. I appreciate you doing that, but that just seems like, for what I just had to endure at your store, that just seems a bit low, 25%. And then the guy was like, well, I think what, you know, the most we ever do is 40. Uh, so, and I'm just, I'm not sure if we can do that. And I said, I really don't understand why this wouldn't be the most uh, of a discount. Um, and so the guy was like, okay, let me talk to my supervisor again. So he comes back on the phone after a couple minutes and he says, okay, sir, uh, I actually was able to get you 50% off the rental. Um, so we, I actually, you know, had it so that it's, it's more than the usual maximum of 40. Obviously, the maximum is not 40 if he's giving me 50%. So anyway, we ended it there. I got 50% off the tux and, and fuck men's warehouse. <clears throat> and did you feel happy? Well, no. Now I'm terrified to go back in there. 
you know, because Why? I have to go to the same one to pick it up. Okay. Um. Okay. <laughs> so, okay, I, I have a couple things to say about this. First of all, at any point while you were in the store, did you turn to any of these people and say, I just want to point out that you work at Men's Warehouse? No, I would never do something like that because that's why, why they're miserable in the first place. Yeah, but why are they taking it so seriously that they have to, like, take it out on you? I'm not saying, like, I just want to point out to you only make, like, $10 an hour. I'm not saying be, like, you know, um, you know, have some, like, nasty patronizing attitude about it. But I'm just saying, like, like are, you're acting like I'm asking you for somebody else's, like, medical records. You know what I mean? Like, why the – you know what I'm saying? <laughs> uh-huh, kind of. What was I asking? I was just asking for, you know, to not pay for it. What, what do you mean? I, I wasn't asking for – what are you saying? Like you do that one time. No, I mean, it's like I, I have problems with this. I mean, I really have problems with this because I, like, get really aggressive with people when they, like, when they offer really poor customer service. And, like, I'm trying yeah. to pull it back a little bit because now I realize that bitches are violent. But, um, <laughs> no, but, like, it's it's horrible, you know what I mean? And uh, I don't know. It's like you work at the store. You're here to help me. Like, you're supposed to give people, like, the outfits that they're going to wear for really happy days. You know, it shouldn't be, yeah. like, a miserable place to come. And, like, all I'm asking of you is to, like, not dick me around. And they're, like, you know what I'm saying? They're acting like it's something so serious. Like, the one woman's not even talking to you. Like, you have to <laughs> won't give you the customer service hotline. You have to, like, I don't know. It's it's intense. Oh, so intense. This so, is a good line to anyway, use. I mean, what? it was a good solution eventually uh at least uh, over the phone but i am like terrified to go back in there because they were really mean like i don't want to go back into that store because they were already mean now that they know i've reported them uh and gotten the discount that's going to show up on my receipt uh you know they're, they're not going to be happy with me i i don't totally agree i think that you should walk in there and you should be like i'm a baller like you <laughs> were not nice to me and i like i, I brought it to the man yeah, yeah, I fucked their shit up. Also, what about the guy the guy who's always said that, like we talked about in the joke off, that you're going to like the way you look, I guarantee it. I feel so betrayed by Men's Warehouse now because having gone to all these weddings and always going to this goddamn store, uh, this guy, although he was always a little creepy and kind of scared me, he was the one thing I could rely on with Men's Warehouse, and now I feel very betrayed that they've let him go. Now, did you rely on the fact that you would always look good, or did you rely on the fact that he would always be saying that? I would rely on the fact that he would always be saying that. Do we even know who he is? Have we ever seen his face? Yeah, he's basically, he has the, he's the bearded-looking guy. He looks kind of like a thinner Harvey Firestein with I have to almost Google it. the same voice. Yeah. I am not totally not sure. not as And he got <laughs> fired because he smokes pot? No, he didn't get fired for the pot. He just, like, they, I guess they said that, he wanted to go in a different direction with the company or something, but he founded the place. Like, like that's, you talk about, like, I don't know, it's kind of like that scene in, in the newer, uh, in the Dark Knight Rises where they, they pushed Bruce Wayne out of the, off the board. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. Of Wayne I Foundation. Yeah. yeah. So. So you had to say something before. I don't remember. Oh, you were so excited about it, though. Oh, I don't remember. I don't know about all this stuff. I mean, I I, I don't know what to say about it. Uh, <laughs> no, I get really aggressive, but, I mean, like, my mom and my sister were here this past weekend, 
and like mm-hmm. we went out to dinner and like we got seated and um the like waitress didn't come like there were all these waitresses like standing around like talking to each other and like they weren't like coming over and I was like dying of thirst it was so hot and so finally I like you know like signaled to one of the waitresses I'm like could we get some water and she's like sure and then she like um she like walked away and then like 10 minutes later still so no one had come back and so she came so I signaled to her she came back and she's like yeah can I help you and I'm like uh yeah we've been here for now like 25 minutes like you know no one's even come over to us you know and she's like, mm-hmm. I did come over to you. I came over to you um, to ask you about the water. I'm like, no, I called you over here to ask you about the water. Don't try to reverse psychology me. <laughs> and she was like, but then, but then I asked the bus boy before the water, so I did help you. And I was like, no, you helped yourself help yourself because I wanted you to get it, and you knew you had been ignoring me. You didn't want it to come pour for me because you knew I was going to give you a nasty look. So then... She was like, okay, I'll take your orders. Like, she, we went back and forth for, on this for, like, five minutes. And I was like, ah, uh, like, you were standing there. I was standing here. You were wearing that. She was doing this. Like, whatever. So, and my mom is, like, mortified. My mom's like, oh, honey, it's okay. I'm not that hungry. And, um, and then, and then she was, like, super attentive. But then she went into the back, and she was, like, whispering with these two girls and staring at me. So I, like, stood up and I stared at her and then she stopped looking at me and like looked really frantically and I just pretended I was like fixing my hair and then I looked at her one more time and then I sat down and it was over so I don't know I mean I just think it's like I get it you you know you have that kind of job you're like unhappy like I totally get it you're dealing with people all day some people aren't nice but like you're a nice person I'm a nice person you know we're not giving anybody a hard time like uh, you gotta say something it's their problem yeah. Uh, exactly. So, you know, if you see something, say something. But that restaurant thing, yeah. did, did you get your food, by the way? You got it at the restaurant? Yeah. Okay. So uh, that reminds me of this time that John Weeks and I have talked about this before on the show where we were in uh, Atlantic City for uh, Jesus Alejandro Gerardo Morales' uh, bachelor party. So we're in uh-huh. Atlantic City. For you know, Nikahaya Kawasaki Kuchacho Jesus' basketball party, and we're at the uh, casino. This is the morning after a, a night out in in hell, um, and it was also the day after we went bird watching in Forsyth National Park, and I got a huge allergy attack, and that was, you know, we I, and I don't mean scoping out the honeys as the kids say. We were just actually watching birds in the sky. Mm-hmm. So we go into this restaurant at the oh, casino that, that we were staying and yeah. sold it nugget, nugget, not <clears throat> nugget, uh, the next morning. And the the waiter came over and took our order, and he disappeared. And then I noticed something after about 30 minutes, and I was like, wait a second. One table in this entire place has their food. Nobody else has their food. And then this... I didn't see the, our waiter, so then this waitress comes over, and I said, how how much longer do you anticipate it will be before we get our, our meals? And she says, I don't know, maybe like 20, 30 minutes. And I look at ah! her, and I go, ain't nobody got time for that. And she was, like, very disturbed when I said that. And my friends were cracking up. She was very disturbed, and she thought I was giving her attitude, but I was really just quoting Sweet Brown. Uh, and she walked away, you know, solving nothing, so then I, I just 
like was got so pissed off and I yelled out, Waiter! Waiter! <laughs> and then the guy came over and the guy was like, Yeah, I'm I'm really sorry. Uh the the chef called out today. We have the managers cooking and it's just, you know, uh, half of your meals are ready, the other half they're on their way. And he goes away and then I was like, We gotta get out of here. So we you know, we, we left and then <laughs> And I was very nervous about them seeing us, but we, we left. We got the hell out of there. And, uh, and everyone, the great thing was that everyone else in the restaurant was with me on it. Like everyone, as soon as I said something, they were all behind me and they were like, we've been waiting here for an hour. And, you know, everyone was just, I was the only one who said something like publicly about it. But I had, I had my peoples with me there, the, the hungover Atlantic City crew. Uh, and it was just the worst, man. But that may have been the best moment the entire bachelor party. I mean, that's amazing. You probably felt so good about yourself. <laughs> no, no. But I felt like, well, at least this this gave us a laugh, you know. I wasn't you were just so hungry. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that's weird, though. Why wouldn't, like, when you sit down, why wouldn't they be like, hey, I just want to let you guys know, like, this is what happens, like, we're going to give you a free round of drinks, like, it's going to be a little bit, you know what I mean? Like, uh, yeah. I'm very into, like, addressing the situation, like, beforehand, you know what I mean? Right, get in front of the issue so it doesn't control you. The situation. The newsroom. Yeah, like, pick out your issue, pay for it, give it to the person that needs to see it, and move on. Is it an issue, like, at Penn Station, or would it be more like a Grand Central Station? Or, like, what kind of issue would it be? Well, remember when we were walking on 9th Avenue, and we saw that, like, kind of, that guy who was, like, the street vendor, but he had, like, a lot of magazines? Yeah. And I said, you have more issues than that guy? I don't remember would, this, but that's it would be, great. It, it would be that guy. <laughs> the fact that you gave such a simple answer this time is is funnier to me than usually you're like, you know, the guy in the corner who has the issue, maybe he has a little gum and some chapstick and whatever, and <laughs> it, you really threw me for a loop there, Nikahaya. Uh, Okay, Simalaya. So we're going we're gonna to end the show but by just something we do – on the, at the end of the show every week is check in on Amanda Bynes on Twitter. Um, oh, I'm obsessed. I got Twitter just so I could read about Amanda Bynes. <laughs> really? Yeah, pretty much, yeah. Okay, so let's look at and see what the first tweets that come up about her are first, and then we'll go to her. Um, no, fo- no old photos. No, we can't show oh. them. Uh, let's see. Well, this is a nice one. Matt Mira on Twitter says, uh, at Amanda Bynes, yo, girl, you think I'm ugly? You are the prettiest. Uh, TMZ reports, Wyclef Jean said, I am not, capital letters, collaborating with Amanda Bynes. Um, B. Nikki Paris on Twitter said, uh, Amanda Bynes just tweeted that there's surgery to fix everything. That's wrong with you, Amanda Darling. There's no surgery to fix crazy. And Hunter Moore says, I was the downfall of Amanda Bynes. I really want to go after Ashley Tisdale now. And we'll do one more uh, tweet from somebody else. Uh, I don't know what this means, but she wants the LSD on Twitter, says, first we have a man on the moon, then a black, then a black president. Now we have Amanda Bynes tweeting whack a flacker. 
what do you and think about it. these? Yeah, what do you think about those? Um, I don't think anything. I mean, I think she's. I I think she maybe just be playing a game with everybody. To be honest, like you know, this is going to be my like big, uh, you know, resuscitation of my career. Well, it certainly got her a lot of attention. But the thing about what 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 makes me a bit concerned is that every picture she takes are are selfies. So it does right. seem like she is alone all the time. Yeah, no, that's true. Um, I, I don't know. I mean, I think it's kind of like the more the more that we gawk at her, the more she's going to, you know, act cray-cray. So I think everyone should just be like, eh, you lost mm-hmm. your mind a little bit. It's not that interesting. I mean, there are bums on the corner that are much more interesting than she is. <laughs> that's true. My friend uh, had a box of, of donuts how... thrown at his head. Box of what? A box of donuts thrown at his head by a bum on the subway. Who did? Your boss? My friend. No, my friend had a had a box of donuts, a dozen donuts. And this bum was like, I'm so hungry. I want a donut. I'm starving. So my friend was like, here. Gave him the donuts. And the, donut was like, and the bum was like, I want a fucking donut. And threw them at his head. <laughs> Wait, did he take the donuts out individually and throw them, or did he throw the whole box? I guess he flung them like a frisbee, so they all like flew everywhere. <laughs> what did your friend do? I like ducked and ran. Yeah, you gotta you gotta get out of there at that point. You, you know, tell him what else he'll throw. Yeah, I mean, yeah, exactly. Shit's about to go down, and I don't want to be there. <laughs> so speaking of how uninteresting Amanda Bynes is, we'll just read her last five tweets or so. Uh, she says, um, my doctors are heroes who also correct kids who have cleft lips, something as traumatic as webbing in between your eyes. Oof, I don't even know what that is. What's she webbing said she between has it. Eyes? She's saying she has it. Oh, what is that? I think it's just when, like, the skin at the top of your nose, like where your nose meets, like, the, your inner eye, I think it's just yeah. when that kind of expands a little bit over the corner of your eye. Yeah. Jesus. Uh, and she says, I w- wanted to share my story with you to prove that I'm not crazy. I was just embarrassed. Surgery is a complete miracle for me. Nothing can hold you back from living out your dreams. There's surgery for everything that's wrong with you! Exclamation point. Um, well, as somebody said, you know, there's, there's no surgery for the cray-cray. But as you say, maybe it's just an act. Maybe she's just fooling us. I don't know. I mean, I don't think so. And then team no old photos. What does that mean, Nikki? That's her latest tweet. What does that mean? Because she doesn't want anybody to post old photos of her. She That's thinks cool. she looks so good right now. I see. Wow. You remember that movie, She's the Main? Didn't you say that was your favorite movie back in the day with Amanda Bynes, She's the Main? Uh, I never saw it. <laughs> no, you know what my favorite scene in the She's the Main is? Is when Arnold Schwarzenegger, he, he goes, let's kick some ice. <laughs> oh, my God, that's amazing. That's amazing. Oh, that's the best scene in that. All right, well, hey, people. Nikki. You are my hero. Thank you so much for pinch hitting tonight. I very, very much appreciate it. I had a great time. You're so hot. I love you. Oh my God. Let's just, why don't Why don't we go uh, find a water closet uh, and uh, go to the bathroom? You literally have to pee. Eee! What does that sound? 
Bye. No, no, we're not done yet. Um, <laughs> so everyone, uh, check out the show. Where I think we're going to have a show on Monday night, normal show, and then the backstage show will be back next week on Wednesday. And hopefully John Meeks doesn't schedule travel plans that day. But a blessing in disguise. Uh, anyway, if it ain't showbiz, it ain't a biz. Hit the brakes, Florence. And if you have a Barbie doll, uh, take off her clothes, bend her backwards, burn her knuckles on the stove, and leave her in some drawers somewhere. Go record a podcast. Good night, Nikki. Good night, everybody. Good night.